0: In India, one Rand is worth four rupees thirty one. In Nigeria, one US dollars at one hundred ninety eight naira eighty. In Kenya, at one hundred shillings eighty. And in Botswana, ten pula ninety eight. Looking at the stock market, stocks on the JC closed in mixed territory with this resources index the biggest loser. The Orcher index declined zero point seven percent to fifty three thousand five hundred and eighteen. Financials added zero point five percent. And the industrials twenty five index was zero point seven percent lower. Top ten resources lost two point seven percent. The gold mining index rose by 2.4 percent and the platinum mining index was one percent firmer. On the capital market the yield on the R186 government bond closed at 9.34 percent. European markets ended lower. Britain's FTSE 100 as well as Germany's DAX were 0.6 percent down and the CAC 40 in France week. we joined on the line now by Nadir Token, investment analyst at 274 Investment Managers. Good morning Nadir.
1: Good morning, Shakina. Good morning to your listeners.
0: Nadir, let's start by taking a look uh, at the increase in the price of petrol and the impact that this may have on inflation.
1: Yeah, you know, Shakina, I mean is a fairly drastic increase in the price of petrol and this obviously has a really big knock on impact onto consumers one the cost of traveling Two, the cost of transporting uh goods which uh, you know ultimately retailers and uh, people along the various parts of the value chain are going to try and pass on to consumers so it is going to have quite a drastic impact in inflation i mean uh, you know in excess of 50 percent increase in uh, you know the petrol price per liter so, you know, the impact on inflation is going to be fairly uh, fairly severe, um, you know, and just as we're getting a bit of inflation uh, reprieve with inflation coming in at 7%, then moderating to under 7% and then moderating again further. Uh, you know, for the, month of Mar- or for the month of April, should I say, uh, you know, coming in at under 6.3%. But, uh, you know, that reprieve seems to be short-lived. Um, you know, I think we're going to see a tick-up in inflation again with an increase in the petrol price. And we know that uh, Reserve Bank Governor Lesetik Ganyahu and the Monetary Policy Committee has... Uh, warned consistently about the risks of increasing inflation and about their target in combating uh, increasing inflation. So on the back of this, you know, Shikina, I think it's going to be uh, further interest rate increases are unfortunately going to be unavoidable. But, you know, I think of when, the timing of when they're going to happen um, you know, it's going to be the more difficult question to answer. Um, you know, I think at the next meeting, we could possibly see a 25 basis point increase. We, uh, managed to slip away with no increase at the last meeting, but, uh, the increase in infl- inflation rate trajectory, the fact that, uh, the U.S. Federal Reserve is possibly looking at hiking interest rates in the coming month, or certainly the reserve, uh, the many as uh, uh, Federal Reserve governors have indicated that that's what the intention is. Um you know, I think all of these are going to conspire to also, you know, the monetary policy committee hand a little bit into increasing interest rates. So, definitely not the need for consumers, but, you know, increasing interest rates, increasing textbook prices, Um, you know, this just places further strain on the budget and, uh, you know, I think it's just going to, we're going to see a further impact on the economy with regards to that. So, Not great news,
0: Sakina. Okay, just turn around there for me, Nadir, uh, because the line, the quality um, is deteriorating. Uh, But uh, China and the manufacturing PMI numbers that came out there are steadying. But do you think there's enough hope there for a quick recovery?
1: Well, Sakina, we did see a recovery in the China manufacturing PMI coming in above 50 index points for the first time in a a, a good couple of months. So the manufacturing sector, and remember that the 50 index points uh, level. Separate expansion from contraction. So the Chinese manufacturing sector looking in a slightly better state than what it was a couple of months ago. But the bottom line is that, you know, I don't think there's any quick fixes to China's economic growth story. You know, I mean, it's a recovering off a very, very weakened base. It's recovering off a uh, the, the, the Chinese government realizing that they need to prop up economic growth, so you know they're doing, they're taking various measures in the short term to prop up economic growth. But unfortunately, you know I don't think that's sustainable, um, and we we have to see the transition or, or the source of economic growth in China from lower quality to higher quality growth. And I think policymakers remain committed to implementing that. So the bottom line here is that. China is changing the source of the economic growth. Manufacturing and investment is going to make up a smaller component of that. We know that services um, and consumption now make up in excess of 50% of China's economic growth. The fact that wasn't the case, uh, you know, a mere one year ago. So, um, manufacturing, and, 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 uh, and manufacturing and investment becoming increasingly um, weaker in the Chinese economy, although we did see some short term reprieve on the back of that. Um, you know, we saw a little bit of reprieving commodity prices. But unfortunately, you know, I think these things are going to be very short-lived. And, you know, that doesn't spell a very good picture for commodity demand and commodity prices moving forward.
0: No, it certainly doesn't. But what's driving the need for earnings growth in global equities at the moment?
1: Yeah, you know, Shakina, I think over the last couple of years, we've seen, uh, you know, equities deliver Fairly decent returns globally. I mean, I'm talking about excluding the one year, uh, excluding the last 12 months or so where they've come under a bit of pressure. Um, but a lot of this, a lot of the returns which have happened to Kina has been an, a, as a result of multiples expanding. Basically, uh, investors willing to pay more for one round of earnings, uh, one round of future earnings uh, in terms of a multiple. So we saw multiples on the MSCI go up from about uh you know, thirteen times forward earnings to about sixteen times forward earnings. Um and on the back of that we saw equities doing fairly decently. Unfortunately, um earnings haven't been able to keep up with the extent to which multiples have expanded. And as a result of this, um, you know, we, we, we have the situation where global equities have now reached the stage where yes, they've delivered decent performance. They've come under a bit of pressure and volatility recently. And that's really because uh, there's a desperate need for 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 returns to now be earnings growth generated. So you basically get returns from three sources in equities. You either get dividends, you get earnings growth, or you get multiple expansion. And uh, you know, given that that uh, dividend the dividend yield of the MSCI world is pretty much in line with where it's been being uh, its average, its long term average of around three percent. Um, you know, there's not going to be much uh, equity return coming from that source, um, and multiple the multiple expansion source has been uh, fairly exhausted. So the need for earnings growth is coming through quite strongly now. You know, I think, uh, but in terms of that, you know, the global economy is looking in a, in a healthier position than what it was perhaps one year ago. And that's why the Federal Reserve is talking about increasing interest rates in the U.S. we are seeing inflation and economic confidence improving in the Eurozone. And, uh, you know, as you mentioned, as we mentioned earlier, we've seen a slight tick up in manufacturing data out of China. So, you know, if, if the global economy manages to stabilize and hold up, um, you know, I think it's not, un- it's not unexpected that we'll, ex- we'll that we'll see a marginal improvement in the operating condition to deliver earnings growth. And as a result of that, um, you know, perhaps see, Companies stop disappointing on the downside, start to deliver some strong earnings growth, and that can continue to drive global equity performance.
0: Thank you so much, Nadir token investment analyst at 20-